0: Christmas has come and gone, but the Super Bowl is coming quick. We've just seen what our teams are now capable of doing, so it's time to get in on the action. Let's go. Let's get some sweet, sweet money on these playoffs, all right? Will Brady and the Patriots get themselves another ring? Can anyone beat the Niners in the NFC? How about the Ravens and Lamar Jackson? Well, I'm sure you've got some feelings, some opinions on this. Head on over to mybookie.ag and make those predictions a cash reality. My bookie is one of the most trusted in the industry. If you're looking for a sports book to make some bets for bowl games, my bookie is where you want to go as well. Football's not your thing, huh? I mean, I don't know why it wouldn't be, but okay, that's fine. You like it, you don't want to bet on it. How about basketball, NBA, college? My bookie has it all, including everything all the way to the Premier League, if you want to bet on that. They've got the fastest payouts, best promotions, and a very helpful 24 7 customer service team. My Bookie has more lines and better odds for the player than just about any other sports book around. Give it a shot. If you join right now, My Bookie will match your deposit halfway, all the way up to $1,000. That means if you put deposit two grand, you'll get an extra grand in free money to play with. All you've got to do is enter my promo code, ZABE. That's Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo. Promo code ZABE to activate the offer. Once again, that's promo code ZABE to get your extra cash from my bookie. You bet, you win, and you get paid. Today on the ZABEcast, ding dong, the Bruce is gone. I can hardly believe it, but I never thought it would happen. All behold the power of a trending hashtag. Andy Poland joins me to discuss what could be a glorious new beginning or... Same old shit with just a new guy on the sideline. All that, plus Apple TV, Papa John Schnatter, the turncoat, and more. Your bonus, 30 minutes of me is locked and loaded, so buckle up and let's go! (laughs) Here we go! Tuesday, December 31st, 2019, this is it happy new year tomorrow be safe out there and let's hope you keep those resolutions for more than i don't know 48 hours or better yet make no resolutions resolve to keep doing just what you're doing remember one man's rut is another man's groove never forget i know that's very deep isn't it that's a zabe original right there one man's rut is another man's groove man i'm in a rut oh yeah no i think i'm in a groove here (laughs) i'm rolling What a glorious new day that has arisen here in land, with the forlorn local football team and the downtrodden fan base. Bruce Allen, the prince of darkness, the architect of scheming and backstabbing and more importantly, losing, is out. And he is out entirely. I am surprised. I'm delighted, but I am also surprised. And I'll talk more about it with Andy Pollan. Real quick, I wanted to run through my one and only experience with Bruce Allen face-to-face. And that was at a year one availability where we were doing a live remote at a Redskin rally, and Bruce Allen gave us a little bit of his time. Gee, thanks. And here's how it went. They had just brought in, this was just prior to training camp opening, and they had just brought in 39-year-old Joey Galloway, who had been a Tampa fixture under Bruce, and he knew him, along with pretty much washed-up Pittsburgh running back and one-time Super Bowl hero Willie Parker, along with equally washed-up and over-the-hill Larry Johnson, the former Kansas City Chief. Who, by the way, now you got to check out Larry Johnson's Twitter feed. He is full cray-cray truther. So anyway, he brings in these three guys, and I'm just scratching my head going, this is our new GM, huh? I thought we got rid of the uh, town idiot. Vinnie Serrato, how are these guys going to help us? And some fans were like, well, you know, he's bringing in guys. You don't know. They might have something left. Why not? Okay. So this one chance to talk to Bruce Allen back in year one, 2010, face to face, I say, so how many catches do you think Joey Galloway can give you at 39 years old? And Bruce Allen says, huh, what is this fantasy football? And just like that. My first experience with the greasy fish that is Bruce Allen was born. And we are often running from there because God forbid you give a serious, legitimate answer to that. Like, well, look, uh, he's not going to lead the league in catches, but we think he has a role to play. We like his leadership and we'll see. I mean, at 39, he's not guaranteed a roster spot, so we'll see how he works out in the mix. Okay, that'd be a fine answer right there. But that's Bruce Allen to be a smart ass, to be slick like a politician, and dismissive, and to be an idiot. For the record, Joey Galloway gave us 12 catches that year. At 39, what a shock. Larry Johnson made the team. He had five carries for two yards. You heard me right. Five for two in a handful of games, and then Willie Parker didn't make the team. It was from there on out, that we were on a 10-year run of misadventure, smarminess, backstabbing politics, and the extended Ashburn Social Club, where the stories of uh, Bruce Allen drinking with Dan Snyder and company were legendary. Putt-putt courses set up in his massive, ego-bound office, and Coors Light stocked to the gills inside uh, his mini-fridge. There was less and less accountability from Bruce as the years went on. One disaster gave birth to the next. He would cherry pick when he had two soft landing spots to grant any kind of interviews. All the while, the thought was, well, he's working on the stadium. He's It's the stadium. Stadium, stadium. Stadium ain't anywhere. Stadium is still years from getting done. And they better get good quick to soften the ground in advance of anyone saying, yes, we'll give you public money for it. So now he's finally gone, and thank God for that. And it took a hashtag war of a 1,000 years. Kudos to everybody who kept it up and would not relent. And now the work can begin, let's hope, to build this team, to keep building this team, and develop a culture of do your job south where nothing is given, everything is earned, and there is a resilience to the organization and the team that is remarkable. You look up the road at Philadelphia, and I hate those savages. And their fans. But Philadelphia has now gotten into the playoffs three straight years under the most incredibly dis- difficult circumstances. Lost their quarterback three years ago, Carson Wentz. They make it in with Nick Foles. Big Dick Nick. The rest is the stuff of legend. There's a statue outside the link. You can go check it out. That's how that year finished. They back. They didn't back into the playoff. They surged in through an improbable late season run last year. And they did it again this year with an unbelievable slew of injuries around here. Our coaches like Jay would just go, Oh boy, we're so injured. We're so hurt. And and some of the media would parrot it. It's the NFL. Everybody's hurt. Nobody cares. Don't forget that. So if it's going to be Ron Rivera, good luck to him. Let's hope he does not get undercut. We shall see. Let me go through some other things before we get to Andy. So I can get a good variety of topics in here. There's an order, article, order, article, article on the big lead by Ryan Glasspiegel. Cord cutting is not the biggest reason for NBA ratings hiccups. I don't know if this is in NBA ratings hiccups. This could be full indigestion. This could be a serious rot gut situation. This past Saturday, by the way, Ohio State Clemson drew 21 million viewers on ESPN despite cord cutting. Do you know what? That was higher than the last 14 NBA finals games on ABC. Stew on that for a second. I've not read the full article. I can't quote from it. I won't hear. Uh, I won't do it in this spot here, but check it out at thebiglead.com. <gasps> Excuse me, I did skim it, and uh, Ryan glass does a good job of laying it all out. How about Brian Gutekunst to the Packers for your executive of the year? Zadaria Smith led the league with 61 pressures. Preston Smith, 12 sacks. Adrian Amos, 84 tackles, 99.6% playing time. He was on the field all year. Billy Turner, 99.9% playing time on the offensive line. Drafted three immediate impact rookies, including arguably the top safety and top O lineman in Darnell Savage at safety and Elton Jenkins with a G in it on the O-line, and if Rashawn Gary comes around, which he better as a first-round pick, then that's even better right there. He's had a hell of a year, and the Packers, of course, have as well. I don't know how about feel about this, and I don't even know what the song is, but apparently this has been well-liked on the interwebs. It is Drew Locke, Whitey Whiterson, quarterback of your Denver Broncos, on the bench... Mouthing the lyrics to and waving his arms around in sync with a popular rap song that I assume was played on the loudspeakers of the stadium. Somebody dubbed the rap song over it, and people are loving it because, hey, white guy, he knows rap. Okay, whatever entertains. This one is, I'm going to make sure to play this, lest anyone think I'm not being equitable to the white quarterbacks in this league who are dumb shits and the black quarterbacks in this league who are dumb shits. Because you're going to hear from Jameis Winston coming up with Andy in just a second. Gardner Minshew was eager to tell everybody for the Jacksonville Jaguars who have fired their coach that he had a great year. And that he had better stats than first-round picks Kyler Murray or Daniel Jones. Take a listen. Gardner, does it mean something? You put up better numbers or similar numbers to guys like Kyler Murray, Better. Daniels. Jones, top ten guys? <laughs> better. better. Um, <laughs> so, you know, he says better without even cracking a smile, like he's pissed. I mean, yeah. What does that mean to be do you? I don't know. Um, you know, obviously, I think the biggest thing for me is um, you help my team win. And I did that better than any rookie quarterback, so that gets me fucked up a little bit. But you know, you, you kind of can't help but you know compare yourself to those guys. Um, you know, especially when they they get taken for you. Um, you know, you kind of kind of always have that chip. You know, I, I still remember guys that got offered you know to schools I wanted to go to, and I didn't get those opportunities. So I still you know remember that. Um, you know, so you just kind of you take that with the greatest. So there you go. Gardner Minshew right there. I've yet to look. I'll, I'll do this tonight. I'll look up his stats, other guys' stats, but that seems to be a bit, a bit bold. I know these guys have to have a lot of confidence, but still. Happy birthday yesterday to one Tiger Woods, 44 years old. Arguably the greatest golfer the world has ever seen. Some are still Jack Nicklaus acolytes. It's getting closer all the time, especially with this amazing Tiger 3.0 resurgence, or is it now 4.0? I've lost track. Also celebrating his 35th birthday yesterday, one King James. That's right. LeBron and Tiger share a birthday. I know that with the number of athletes, great athletes in the world, and the number of birthdays available in a single year, 365 plus one more for leap years, eventually you're going to get two great athletes on the same day. This is pretty freaky though. I mean, you think about it, Uh, maybe the greatest basketball player and maybe the greatest golfer on the same day. Anyway, I hope they got something nice with their giant pile of money. Chris Ratchford, Ratched, Ratchedford on Twitter says at Zabe, after three years of no you, I stumbled across your podcast. And then he included a click of here's money. Go. And (laughs) it's a gif of, Someone in a, I guess it's a video game, a joker figure just throwing money out at people. Here's money. Go. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for subscribing. I appreciate that. I always wonder how people are like, oh man, I found you again after several years. You used to be on Sirius XM and then you disappeared. And I think to myself, did you look for me? Like just a quick Google search. Did you ask any friends, you know, that listen to my show going, whatever happened to Zabe? And then they're like, oh, yeah, he's over here now. Or, oh, he does a show in D.C. Or, oh, he's got a podcast now. No. Anyway, Chris, welcome aboard. It's great to have you. And with that, let's now move into the Andy Polin phase of today's show. All right, let's see what Andy Polin has to say about this new day in Redskin Land. Hello. A new day and a new regime arises in Redskin Land. If you could summarize, Andy, your immediate feelings, please do.
1: Well, you know, I was thinking about we've had general managers who have been disliked, disrespected. There was a movement to fire Ernie Grunfeld. (laughs) Um, But I, I can't remember anybody who was considered so villainous. And the absolute joy that's being expressed at the firing of Bruce Allen. Um, you know, I, I don't know if it's necessarily going to turn around the organization. I mean, it it, it might, but but it was uh, a
0: necessary first step, correct?
1: Yeah, yeah, I think so, and and I think that that people saw. Uh, someone who, and I think really it wasn't just the record and the record was abysmal, but it was the tone deaf news conferences that he did. And the things that he would say, like winning off the field and the culture is damn good. And, you know, things that he would say, which were just, you know, spitting in the face of reality. And I think that's what bothered people so much.
0: What did firing Jay accomplish and why did they do it? And whose decision was it, Bruce or Dan?
1: Well, I, I think that I think Dan finally talked to some people, and I think, you know, that thing that got floated over the weekend, that that Alan would stay in the organization to continue the search for a new stadium. You think that was and, a float? Yeah, I think it was like, you know, well, let's see how this, this goes over, and the reaction was, well, that's going to suck.
0: <laughs> I mean, he's still there. <laughs> so you So you think they are, are the Redskins tuned in to social media, i.e., did the hashtag fire Bruce Allen actually help in oustering him?
1: Oh, I think so. Really? I think I think it had a I think it had a, a fairly big effect. Yeah, I, I really do. Because look, Snyder when he gets a guy, he hangs on to him. He held on to Vinnie Serrano for ten years. Vinnie Serrano is is a boo. Was he a is stooge. Nice.
0: Is a stooge. Will always be a stooge.
1: Right. And, and Bruce Allen came across as evil, not necessarily a
0: stooge. Right.
1: And I, I think that, that they said to Dan, look, uh, you can continue to play in front of half-empty stadiums if you want to. Uh, and you can have, you know, your organization being despised because of him. Or you can make a change. And I think that he finally said, okay, let's do that. And, you know, he's done these things before. He's, he's you know, he was all in on Marty for a while. And he didn't like that, so he got out of it <laughs> for a
0: while, <laughs> for uh, eleven months.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, he he just he just you know as it, it gets talked into things, and I've heard he listens to everybody. So oh, whoever he listened to here made some sense, but you know he may he may decide that after a year he doesn't like the arrangement. Look, they had Brian LaFamina here for eight months. I know what happened.
0: Yeah. I, I know he has an immediate urge now by the time this podcast drops uh you might already have uh the new head coach of the Redskins in Ron Rivera now we don't know that they may have already come to a deal they're going to wait until Thursday after the new year who knows when they're going to drop this news but it underlies the fact that Snyder felt he had to come moving fast out of the gate for fear that he would be left at the altar as Rivera maybe looked at some other jobs, and then they'd have the next Jim Zorn on their hands, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, you know, I, I think they, I think they had a jump. Look, it's, it's also possible it, it could fall through. Now, as we do this, I'm uh, read that he's having one of his famous dinners tonight. Oh boy! Uh, and that, uh, and that Rivera actually came to town with his wife. So it sounds like. If things go well, you know, if he doesn't say something that's really offensive (laughs) during the shrimp cocktail, that that they'll have an announcement, but you don't usually bring your wife to town unless you're going to sign the deal. I think they basically have the parameters of it, you know, his agent said last night that he was coming in that it was going to happen so they, they've probably been talking over the phone and this is just a formality yeah. to uh, to get this done
0: well one of the things that Charles Robinson I believe of Yahoo report is that Dan Snyder has told candidates I believe haskins is the future of the franchise and you have to be yeah. okay working around that and my first thought is oh shit here we go again because this uh-huh. is the same dynamic as what happened with rg3. Now, right. I understand, Andy, that all owners are super GMs in their own right, that they have their fingers in the football side. Very few owners are truly, truly super hands-off. But here's the, here's the real equation for the Redskins. Dan Snyder, the GM, better be right about Haskins. Otherwise, we're on a three-year goose chase that'll end in disaster.
1: Yeah, I mean it, it, that's possible, but they could also draft somebody and he could wind
0: up being whoa, a replacement. Whoa, whoa. Who draft what?
1: Well, uh, it, from what's being reported is that Rivera would have major say over the draft.
0: So and, you're saying you know, uh, you're saying let's say the Bengals in a fit of Bengaldom pass mm-hmm. on Joe Burrow and take Chase Young instead.
1: No, I'm not saying that. I, I'm saying it's more of a Kirk Cousins situation in that you draft somebody in the middle rounds.
0: And, oh, and, one of these yeah. one of these, don't worry about this quarterback. He's only a third or fourth rounder.
1: Right, and and he winds up being your guy. Look, look around the league this year. That happened everywhere. Guys who, who were undrafted free agents were playing. You know, Duck, what's his name? In, in, uh, in Hodges. Duck Hodges. Right and yeah, okay. So, so that 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 could happen and and that's just just the way. look, the once you find one of these guys, they stay
0: forever. but but here's one. Here's the thing that troubles me, and this was something uh, it was amazing how much people showed their red asses to me on Twitter today over my tweet <laughs> saying that you know, Haskins lobbying for Chase Young and Haskins uh-huh. tweeting at Trent Williams. Uh, was something that in a normal NFL universe does not happen for a three win team and a quarterback that's had all of two and a half good games. My God, the Haskinsites came out of the woodwork to just, rah, rah, come on, don't be that guy, not today. And, you know, the usual charges of racism and everything else. Bottom line is, in a normal environment, a quarterback on a three win team who hasn't done anything, Andy, he's had the tiniest sip of success he's won what one game right right no he would he, would he, would he, we would absolutely be laying low thinking oh shit i could be out there's a whole new regime coming but he knows he's not out because the owner loves him and the owner yeah. scouted him and he knows the owner from his days in prep school with the owner's son that's a right. very dangerous dynamic because now because that, we've
1: seen it before. We've, we've seen, seen it with RG three.
0: Right. And so for example, forget about drafting another quarterback. You know, one thing that no Redskin fan wants to hear, but I'll say it because he got to be prepared, they could go three and thirteen again next year. Right. Right. <gasps> what? Yes, they could. <laughs> Look it up in the record books of the National Football League, right, Andy? <laughs> Teams put back to back shit years together. Well, Cleveland
1: really they really live in that zone. And that's who we are. We're no We're different. 32. Right. Yeah. I mean, okay. that's 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 easily doable. Yes.
0: Okay. So if if let's say Haskins regresses or doesn't get mm-hmm. any better, and we see the full scope of him next year, and he has to gasp, be benched by week ten, and you roll into port this time next year with two wins. And Trevor Lawrence is available or Justin Fields, another Ohio State quarterback, unlikely to take him. What then, my friend? And you might say, well, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. That's a far-fetched thing. Okay, but I want to put this uh, scenario out there because the owner has a special relationship with the quarterback. And that creates a gravity unto itself that is difficult to manage. Right. Oh, no, ask
1: ask Mike Shanahan, and you yes. know that's why you, you look at a, a guy who, like Ron Rivera, who's been around and who knows people and has worked in the league for a while, is is going to say, "Okay, Dan, this is what's happened to you in the past. What if this situation comes up again? Because if 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 it doesn't work out, I got an old buddy up in New York named Gettleman, who's looking for a coach too. Right. So 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 I can go there. So. Yeah, and, and that's that's the thing about Snyder. He may say to him, oh, don't worry, you got complete say over that. And then once you get to the point where he would have that say, maybe he doesn't have that say anymore, and there's a parting of the ways. I, I think that the whole thing with, with Bruce Allen, where he, they were thick as thieves for 10 years, and then that scene last night where they go in opposite oh, directions.
0: Oh, my God, Andy. Wow. Yeah.
1: That, that tells you how quickly, once, once Snyder is done with you, how badly it ends.
0: <laughs> what a visual. Yeah. Right. Snyder couldn't even give Bruce the courtesy of one last walkout, shoulder to shoulder,
1: right.
0: before or, whacking or, him in the morning.
1: Or say, uh, yeah, we're leaving the locker room and there's going to be reporters out there. So why don't you go out that exit? I'll go out the other exit so it doesn't look awkward.
0: It, it's almost like the timing was staged. How yeah. do you get yes. two ships crossing perpendicular <laughs> in the Dallas night? That precisely it was. It was stunning. It was a, an amazing visual.
1: Well, I, I, I was watching it happen live because J. P. Finley <laughs> was, was live streaming a, a stand-up for uh, the NBC Sports post-game show, right. and right. Julie Donaldson throws to him, and you see this look in his eye, like he, he's watching a building collapse in front of him. He goes. Uh, excuse me, Julie, I'm watching something that's incredible right now. Right. And he gave you the blow by blow. He did a very good job with that. He may right. win an Emmy for that. Who knows?
0: So, so when people got on me for uh, what's wrong with Haskins lobbying for chase young, my answer is simple. He's not the GM. It's right. not his job. It,
1: look, do and- you remember the, the Clinton, the Clinton Portis, a yeah, uh, thing with Vinnie Serrato right? Where, where Vinnie Serrato said to the media on draft day, "Clinton told us he wanted to take him, so we did." Yeah, you were an idiot.
0: And, and and you don't even have to take the advice of a player playing armchair GM because it just creates its own gravity that's not healthy. For example, let's say and there is a lot of time between now and the draft and the combine and all the other stuff. Who knows what's going to happen? So what if it happens that you know what Chase Young's good? It's not as good as we thought, though. And there's another guy we think is better. And you don't take Chase Young. Oh, no. Now now the owner's like, what the fuck, man? My quarterback, who I like, said take Chase Young. And you didn't, asshole. Then it becomes a bit of an issue. Or they take Chase Young. He turns out to be not so great. And then we're sitting there going, well, a quarterback recommended him. It's just bad. It's bad. And here's the other thing, and this is what shut up most of my timeline. I said, you know, like, what's wrong with him advocating for Chase Young? I go, well, what if uh, Jonathan Allen advocates for Jerry Judy? Yeah. Who wins? (laughs) Who has more status? An existing pro bowler who is an awesome defensive player from Alabama who knows the work ethics and the talent of Jerry Judy? Or this quarterback who hasn't done shit yet?
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, all these things are in play, but – We've seen it happen before, so we pretty much assume it's going to happen again, don't
0: we? I, I know, and it's just a bad dynamic, that's all. And this league this league swallows up and spits out and barfs out and shits out guys that aren't <laughs> hyper-focused on their job. And this applies to quarterbacks. I look at what you know Baker Mayfield is doing right now in Cleveland. You saw him yelling at the fans about, yeah, come down Go there ahead. and sit it to my face. Did you see that?
1: Yeah, well, yeah, no, he, the frustration has set in and, and boy was that an overhyped mess this year. Yeah. And and then and that's another impulsive thing. At, at the end of the season, the guy who used to be the quarterback's coach gets elevated to offensive coordinator, all of a sudden he's the answer as the head coach. And no. now a year later he's terrible gone.
0: idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well and, and, and as far as Baker Mayfield goes How can you really feel confident that the quarterback on your team, which is a huge responsibility position, it's a PR position, you are like a little CEO, how can you trust him when he can't resist the drunken taunts of idiot fans? (sighs)
1: Good point. Well, uh, we've also seen the young quarterback here who couldn't resist people begging him to do selfies while the game was still going on.
0: I know, and these things are troubling because we've seen it before. It's it's the hardest job in the world, NFL quarterback, and it'll eat you up and spit you out. And the other thing that teams have to be able to do is to pivot quickly and go, you know what, this guy ain't the guy, we're going to the next guy. And when the owner has an affinity for that quarterback, it creates potential problems. Now, all of this is a non-factor if GM Dan Snyder is right and Haskins is good. And let's hope right. for our sake that Dan is right about this.
1: Right. But it could be, it could be a wild goose chase for three years. It, it, it could screw up the franchise for three more years, which, you know, would just add to the last 20. That's all.
0: Now there is the Trent Williams situation. Would you if you Trent down. says at this point, okay, I'm good to come back. Cause he got rid of Bruce. He got rid of Larry Hess, the head trainer and the entire training staff. Would you take him back, or would you say, you know what, God bless you, but we're moving on, and they trade him?
1: Well, I, I don't think that there's great trade value in him, that he's only got one year left on his contract, so you might as well bring him back.
0: At, but at his cap number, though, he's going to be expensive next year. So yeah, but he's, he's good.
1: He's good, and, and you're going to unload Josh Norman and his ridiculous cap number. Okay. So. Why not? And and if if you're if you're so sort of sold on your quarterback, wouldn't you want one of the best left tackles in the league to protect him?
0: I suppose. How much do you think yeah. Joe Gibbs talked Ron Rivera into Danny and it's not that bad. You can do this. You can win up there. Cuz you know, Joe is Charlotte based. I'm sure right. he has plenty of interactions with Rivera when he was with the Panthers. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I think that that's a possibility, but don't I don't think you should sell Rivera short. Uh, I think I think he is a guy who's able to do his own research, talk to other people, and has other options. He's been sitting out there, you know, since the beginning of December. So he's had opportunities to check around. He knows what's going to be available, and I don't think he's just going to go on the advice of a – have a great coach who once said, allegedly, to Vinny Serato, yeah, I, I think Jim Zorn would be a good head coach. He said it above the, <laughs> uh, above the din of the zip.
0: Exactly. Christmas has come and gone, but the Super Bowl is coming quick. We've just seen what our teams are now capable of doing. So it's time to get in on the action. Let's go. Let's get some sweet, sweet money on these playoffs, all right? Will Brady and the Patriots get themselves another ring? Can anyone beat the Niners in the NFC? How about the Ravens and Lamar Jackson? Well, I'm sure you've got some feelings, some opinions on this. Head on over to mybookie.ag and make those predictions a cash reality. MyBookie is one of the most trusted in the industry. If you're looking for a sports book to make some bets for bowl games, my bookie is where you want to go as well. Football's not your thing, huh? I mean, I don't know why it wouldn't be, but okay, that's fine. You like it, you don't want to bet on it. How about basketball, NBA, college? My bookie has it all, including everything all the way to the Premier League, if you want to bet on that. They've got the fastest payouts, best promotions, and a very helpful 24 7 customer service team. My Bookie has more lines and better odds for the player than just about any other sports book around. Give it a shot. If you join right now, My Bookie will match your deposit halfway, all the way up to $1,000. That means if you deposit two grand, you'll get an extra grand in free money to play with. All you've got to do is enter my promo code, ZABE. That's Charlie Zulu Alpha Bravo Echo. Promo code ZABE to activate the offer. Once again, that's promo code ZABE to get your extra cash from my bookie. You bet, you win, and you get paid. All right, I'm going to take another swing at this pinata, although I don't expect it to spill out any candy. After last night's Seattle-San Francisco game, have you moved your opinions on replay at all?
1: Uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, it, look, I, especially after the bowl games, too the two uh, the two championship games and
0: and, and after and the bowl games, has Andy yeah, Pollan a firm believer in replay uh, making lives and football better? Has he come around at all on the folly I, of it?
1: I, I just I just am not giving up the safety net. I'm not walking that tightrope without the net below me. But and it's not a net.
0: I, it's not a it, well, or it's a net is, that has gaping holes in it, so you think, okay, it's okay, there's a net, and you're like, no, I just fell through the hole. That's what the Seahawks are saying, hey, I thought that that holding, that pass interference new wrinkle was meant to save us in that moment last night. Yeah. Alberto Riveron, who is just such a lying stooge, claimed, <laughs> did you see? He claimed, oh, we looked at it, and he yeah. had an explanation. Uh, the receiver initiated contact, but not enough to be a foul. Defender grabbed him momentarily, but not enough to be a foul. And we looked at all that before we had to stop the game.
1: Yeah. I think that what they decided in the application of the rule this year is that unless you have a play that's identical to the one in the Rams-New Orleans game <laughs> identical, last year, right? we're not going to call it,
0: you know? <laughs> Right, yeah. exactly identical in terms of the shape and the scope of it, right? A guy just yeah. waylaying a dude, not simply grabbing him.
1: Yeah, and, and I'm more annoyed by the delays in checking the video. Oh,
0: yeah. Times.
1: Yeah, that, that's, that's the big thing to me that's got to change on replay, that if you don't know in the first 90 seconds, move on. If, if it's not evident to you as it is most of us sitting at home, then go with the call in the field and move on.
0: But the reason they take so long is they believe that the most important thing is getting it right. And so therefore, time should be sacrificed to get it right. Right. I've said, and Sally has backed me up, getting it right is overrated. And when I say that, people are taken aback. What do you mean getting it right is overrated? And I explain it to them. These games are just for fun. Nobody dies. Therefore, Uh, getting it right is, in fact, overrated. It's not completely unimportant, Andy. But it's overrated.
1: I, as I, I told you, I think in a, in a text, I was watching the uh, year-end real sports where Bryant Gumbel had all his correspondence around yes! the roundtable. Yes! And he was he was doing exactly what you've been doing for many years on the radio is questioning the crew about replay, and he was he was dead set against uh, having it. He'd like to get rid of it, but most people are <laughs> like me that we, we just say yeah, but, but you know there is that case where you might want to have it. That's all. Yeah.
0: Uh, any other thoughts about the wrap of the NFL season and the playoffs that are currently lined up? I mean, Philly for the third straight year has gotten into the playoffs uh, through just grit and resilience.
1: Right, right. I think I think what, what you saw, and this is, you know, when Scott McLuhan was here, the second year, okay, things didn't go as well. But the first year, he did a really good job of getting street-free agents who made contributions to get the Redskins into the playoffs. And the injuries for the Eagles this year were worse than the Redskins. And they found guys to do it and they managed to get in in a division that admittedly was bad. But it's, it can be done, and I think, you know, and, and all the talk about how bad the division was, they won it with a record of 9-7. and seven. Divisions have been won with losing records. There was a 7-8-1 and one, uh, Ron Rivera coach team that won sure. a division one year. So, you know, all in all, yes, the division was down, but the Eagles found a way to do it, and they shouldn't be embarrassed at going in at 9-7. and seven.
0: Next coach of the Cowboys.
1: Uh, good question. Um, I don't know. Is is there a sexy name out there that that Jerry can pull out of his hat? Does he need to do that? I mean, there was there was there <laughs> Lincoln was, Riley saw, hired. Who's that? Lincoln, Lincoln Riley, Riley maybe. of Oklahoma. Yeah, I mean Urban Meyer, maybe. I don't right. know. Uh, but but it, it, the one thing about this time with Jerry, I think with Parcells, you know, they were starting to have to sell tickets. I don't think he's got to do that now. So he may be able to hire somebody who's not quite as, as noteworthy as yeah. that.
0: Okay. Uh, did you see where Jameis Winston became the first ever 30-and-30 30 30 guy in NFL history?
1: Not that, but what he said. Did you see what he said after I've, the game?
0: Oh, well, I've got it queued up for you right now. You ready? Oh, 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 yes. This is a doozy. Here we go. We, we all know. Come on. I guess we, we know what we've got to fix no reason for me to be specific you know you look at my numbers i'm i'm balling you know i gotta stop giving the ball to the other team all right like right, that's it's not a trick question <laughs> he he is so dismissive in his body language he's like fuck you i know i throw a lot of picks what, 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 what why do i gotta answer this man you worry that these turnovers will will be a reason why they don't bring you back here <sighs> that that, that's the last thing on my mind (laughs) are you worried that these turnovers 30 of them including seven pick sixes are you worried that this may prevent you from being brought back his answer that's the last thing on my mind that's the last thing on my mind I'm, i'm i'm focused on how i can get better stop throwing interceptions because uh, I know I eliminate those. I- I'm going to be the best. Yeah, but you haven't, and you're not.
1: So that's, but that, that, that. That's, that's, that's the key phrase for me. If I stop throwing interceptions, I'm going to be the best. Yes, but the best don't throw interceptions. That's what makes them the best. And what you do is you throw interceptions, which is going to get you out of the
0: league. That's a, the way it works. But this is a guy who's balling. All right. That's bar none. Yeah. You, know, you, better, you better check your check your sheet. You better you know, check I your sheet. I eliminate those. I'm going to be the best. <laughs> like we, we all you know. Ah, that's so good. Uh, Emmanuel Acho, who is on ESPN, I think he does a good job. Uh, He played for the Eagles, I think, Emmanuel Acho. Do you know who I'm talking about? Emmanuel Uh, Acho. Okay, look him up. He had the best tweet uh, in response to this. He said, this is why I stopped gambling. I had this type of confidence at the blackjack table. Problem is, every night I'd be down a few thousand. (laughs) (laughs) That is supreme (laughs) confidence, and there's a lot to be said for confidence, but I'm not sure. It sounds like a quarterback who might have stolen some expensive seafood in college or maybe raped a chick and got away with it. I don't know. It sounds like a quarterback who just doesn't think necessarily the real rules apply to him.
1: God bless you, Jameis. Quarterbacks who throw interceptions are named Rex Grossman. Quarterbacks who don't are named Tom Brady. That's kind of the way it works.
0: Kind of how it works. All right, yeah. well, a new chapter dawns, Andy. Let's hope it's a better one than the one we just endured for 10 years. What is our record yeah. next year? Insta. I want Insta Andy Poland record for next year. Right now. Uh, come on, right now. Six,
1: six, and
0: 10. 6 and 10. Oh, come crazy. on, negative Nelly. No. Oh, it's an eight, 8 and 18. 8 <laughs> and 18. Yeah, eight, and 18. Okay. 8 and 18, we get a couple breaks. We go 10 and 6.
1: Nah, I I don't see it. I mean unless unless Haskins turns out to be great, but he hasn't played enough. Ruben you know, Foster is should...
0: going to come back from injury. Add <laughs> yeah. Chase Young. Look at these slick wide receivers who have bubbled up. Ter- yeah. Sims is silly, fast, explosive. McLaurin is a stud we drafted tight end. Um Trent yeah. comes back in the fold. Come on.
1: Yeah. M- McLaurin McLaurin is a stud with an Art Monk attitude. I mean it. I love it's him. really amazing. Yeah, he's
0: he's, he's terrific, so... All right, Andy. uh, Happy New Year, my friend. We'll talk to you next week. You too, Zach. Take care. There you go. Ding-dong. The Bruce is gone. You you really have to, for those of you listening outside the D.C. area, you have to have lived through it to really understand it, to understand the happiness uh, that comes with it, because, my God, it just... It just went on and on and on, and it was so annoying to watch. And it was just something that, you know, you're like, okay, when is this ever going to end? I want to end on some tech talk here. For those who are into technology, help me out. Help a brother out, as we like to say. I got Apple TV for the basement theater. Uh, for my wife for Christmas. She likes uh, Apple TV and being able to access Netflix, etc. Get this. I have a Sony Blu-ray player that you can access streaming content through the Sony Blu-ray player. And they have a lot of different services available, including, but not excluded to, Netflix, Hulu. I'm trying to think of some other things. You know what they don't have? HBO Go. Why... So maybe I know why, but they've got these other movie services. For whatever reason, they don't have that. HBO Go is fantastic. I want HBO Go for my own viewing pleasure down in the home theater. So that's why I splurged for the $150 bucks for a Apple TV. Now you can also, and this is part of the appeal of Apple TV, you can just fling lateral via airplay stuff that's on your phone or your tablet or your computer to your Apple TV. All right, with me so far? For whatever reason, my Apple TV is so laggy and jaggy and unwatchable when I try to lateral something from my phone to my Apple TV. I'm wondering, is it lateraled via my internet connection speed somehow? Why would this be? How does my image get air wirelessly through the air from my phone to my Apple TV? Is it Bluetooth? Is it some sort of Wi-Fi? Is it some other sort of electronic voodoo? I don't know. Why is that? And does anyone else have this problem? And yeah, my internet speeds are complete shit. I think I posted a screenshot on Christmas night, uh, getting a pathetic piddling 1.2 megabits download. Yeah, that's right. On my on my wide area network, uh, my all points broadband out here in the country. I'm getting off it, but my dad, (laughs) my dad, because Verizon Fios just upgraded him at no cost without him having to even make a phone call to their 5G speeds, he's got 500 up and at least 400, or 500 down, 400 megabits per second up. Are you kidding you're kidding me, right? You're kidding me. All right, let's end on a happy note. We're all going to kill ourselves ordering shit off the internet from Amazon.com and other services, and I'm, I'm part of them as well. Talk about horrible and ironic ways to die. Amazon executive killed after being run over by Amazon delivery van. This was just revealed Financial Chief Financial Officer Joy Covey, was killed uh, a while ago uh, in 2013 in the San Francisco South Bay suburbs when a delivery van turned left into her path while she was on her bicycle. It was only revealed in the last week, however, I guess as uh, some different news organizations like BuzzFeed and ProPublica found out that, yes, she had been killed by one of their own Amazon delivery trucks. Oof, dagger Thoughts and prayers, obviously But that is one of those things you go Oh, that's sort of ironic High-level executive It could have happened for any delivery vehicle It could have happened with a garbage truck It might have been her fault She might have not been paying attention I don't know But <laughs> death by your own Amazon delivery truck What a way to end the show Why, Why'd you end on that story? I don't know I thought it would play a little bit better than it did actually I could talk about Papa John wearing Kentucky blue. Better much? Papa John, Mr. University of Louisville, formerly, but bitter because he was ousted, kicked out of his own company, kicked off all the boards, and uh, shunned by his... Is it his alma mater, Louisville? Or whatever the case. He was wearing Kentucky blue at the recent Louisville versus Kentucky showdown in the Commonwealth uh, state of Kentucky. My, 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 how the turntables have, uh, oh, wait a minute, what? Okay, that'll do it today. That ends on a slightly more positive note. Thank you very much for downloading and listening. Remember, uh, rate and review. It helps out with the mighty algorithm. Tell a couple friends. Keep this community growing and send me all your feedback and love and your pseudo-hate mail at zabe at yahoo.com. Follow me on Twitter if you care, at Zabe, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and, of course, listen to my two radio shows In the mornings on 97.3 The Game in Milwaukee, as well as the Team 980, 4 to 7 p.m. in Washington, D.C. Have a great Tuesday. We'll see you in the new year, everybody. And we will see you next time. Christmas has come and gone, but the Super Bowl is coming quick. We've just seen what our teams are now capable of doing, so it's time to get in on the action. Let's go. Let's get some sweet, sweet money on these playoffs, all right? Will Brady and the Patriots get themselves another ring? Can anyone beat the Niners in the NFC? How about the Ravens and Lamar Jackson? Well, I'm sure you've got some feelings, some opinions on this. Head on over to mybookie.ag and make those predictions a cash reality. MyBookie is one of the most trusted in the industry, If you're looking for a sports book to make some bets for bowl games, my bookie is where you want to go as well. Football's not your thing, huh? I mean, I don't know why it wouldn't be, but okay, that's fine. You like it, you don't want to bet on it. How about basketball, NBA, college? My bookie has it all, including everything all the way to the Premier League if you want to bet on that. They've got the fastest payouts, best promotions, and a very helpful 24 7 customer service team. My Bookie has more lines and better odds for the player than just about any other sports book around. Give it a shot. If you join right now, My Bookie will match your deposit halfway, all the way up to $1,000. That means if you put deposit two grand, you'll get an extra grand in free money to play with. All you've got to do is enter my promo code, ZABE. That's Charlie Zulu Alpha Bravo Echo. Promo code ZABE to activate the offer. Once again, that's promo code ZABE to get your extra cash from my bookie. You bet, you win, and you get paid.